1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial. In order to get the 975 million US dollar facility agreement from Deutsche Bank, 1MDB had charged Brazen Sky, a special purpose vehicle set up to repatriate funds to Malaysia, to the bank. The fund, which is based in the Cayman Islands, was supposed to be worth 2.3 billion US dollars, which came from 1MDB's sale of its shares from Petro Saudi Oil Services Limited, or PSOSL. In reality, however, Brazen Sky never held any cash. Only six promissory notes, said to be worth 2.3 billion US dollars, which we now know are actually worthless pieces of paper. This information was, however, not disclosed to Deutsche. Najib's 1MDB trial was once again delayed this morning as the former Prime Minister had an audience with the King to pledge his support for the new Prime Minister. As you can imagine, the judge was not in the least happy with Najib's action, saying that he should have had the courtesy to come to court first before heading for his meeting with the King. Judge Sakera did not adjourn the trial for the day Instead, instructed Najib to return to court for the trial after his meeting ended. About 10 minutes before 1pm, Najib finally showed up and the trial finally got underway. Hazem was still on the witness stand, fielding questions from defence lawyer Madia Mohamed Siraj Kumar about 1MDB's option buyback from ABBA Investments PJS Limited, a.k.a. Fake ABBA. Hazem had earlier testified that there were three agreements with ABBA made in April, May and June 2014. Madia took Hazem through minutes of board meetings from June 10th and July 21st. The minutes show that 1MDB, having signed three agreements with ABBA and paid the initial deposit of US$175 million as required by the April agreement, did not inform the board of these developments. You didn't disclose even after three agreements suggest that you never had one MDB approval to buy the options or approval from the board, Madia said. You didn't disclose the disbursement because you wanted to avoid being cautioned and reprimanded by the board for not disclosing. If the board was aware of your non-disclosure, it would have affected your performance rating and your future salary and bonus. I put it to you that you put your personal interest above 1MDB and its subsidiaries, the lawyer argued. Hazem answered, I disagree. Madia then asked him about the 250 million US dollar loan facility from Deutsche Bank. Unlike the previous 975 million US dollar loan, also from Deutsche, the clause in the 250 million US dollar facility stated that it was to be used for corporate purposes. There is no set definition for corporate purposes, Hazem said. Option buyback is part of corporate purposes. 
There is no contravention here. Once Madea was done, Tanya Schivetti took over Hazem's questioning and asked him about Brazen Sky. Brazen Sky is a special purpose vehicle incorporated in the British Virgin Islands and was managed by Jasmine Liu and Terence Gay. Jasmine was 1MDB's general counsel, while Terence was its CFO. Brazen Sky was set up to bring home to Malaysia investment funds from PetroSaudi Oil Services Limited, or PSOSL, which has been operating in Venezuela. PSOSL is a subsidiary of PetroSaudi Incorporated. In 2012, the U.S. began imposing sanctions on Venezuela and businessman Lotik Joe advised 1MDB to pull its shares out of PSOSL to avoid negative perception from the U.S. towards Malaysia. The shares were to be bought by a Hong Kong-based firm called Bridge Partners International Investments. Joe and Jasmine also suggested that the proceeds from the sale should be invested in Brazen Sky, which was operating out of the Cayman Islands. Sharul said that he had his reservations over this suggestion because he thought that the money would be brought back to Malaysia. But Joe convinced him that it was better to wait to avoid losses. The money would eventually be brought home, Joe had said. The witness testified that he eventually accepted the suggestions in good faith with the assumption that they had been approved by Najib and brought them before the board of directors. 1MDB was told that the fund was worth 2.3 billion US dollars. However, in reality, there was no cash. Instead, Brazen Sky only held six promissory notes which were worth nothing. Hazem told the court that at the time, he was of the opinion that after the sale of PSOSL, the money should be brought back to Malaysia. Instead of getting cash, we got units, he said. Schivetti then asked him if he was aware that Brazen Sky was charged to Deutsche Bank for its 975 million US dollar loan to acquire the ABBA options. I didn't know then that Brazen Sky was charged to Deutsche. I found out during the investigation. Hazem said. You were the CEO of the company and the director of Brazen Sky. The facility agreement was for 975 million US dollars. Surely charging Brazen Sky for the loan would have been discussed in board meetings, Skivetti asked. No, Hazem answered. He also told the court that Deutsche was never told that Brazen Sky only held promissory notes and not cash. In 2014, the 1MDB board agreed unanimously that it was time to repatriate the money to Malaysia. However, the sovereign fund never got a single cent back. At the same time, the board also asked that the 3 billion US dollars by 1MDB Global Investments, which was invested locally and overseas, be liquidated. Hazem had told them that the fund was managed by DBS and could be withdrawn at any time. In his testimony on May 27, 2021, however, Hazem said the 1MDB Global Investments Funds was in fact not managed by DBS, but he was told to say so. And with that, the trial concluded for the day. It will resume again on Monday, August 23rd. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. 
It was written by Revati Rupamaniam. I'm Patrick Teo.